Hello and welcome to New Mexico Castaways. I'm Rosalinda Roman and I am in Riviera Beach Marina. Just left the Dawn Treader, our 45 foot sailing catamaran slash home that I live on with three kids and a German Shepherd and my husband. Uh, I'm heading to the Fort Lauderdale Airport to pick up our uh, former nanny, Miss Allie, who lived with us on the boat and sailed to the Bahamas uh, with us for about a month. Uh, and so she's coming in from a trip and I just got back from a trip and it's been a trip. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll get a chance to talk with Allie on here uh, and do an interview with her on the way back it's a bit of a haul and it's uh, almost midnight so I had uh, I yeah so I'm a little tired but I'm gonna talk with you guys to keep me awake so that's your job is to keep me awake right now I actually am doing fine um, I'm still on really West Coast time I um, we were in let, let me back up so we went we got back from the Bahamas and I am sure I've done an episode since then, but um, we kind of hurried the last few days to get back so that my, um, my uh, kids could make a flight to Chicago. And they went to Chicago and um, that's where they spent time with their cousins. So then after Chicago, they were in Chicago for two weeks, I flew to Chicago, picked them up, and um, flew with them to Phoenix. In Phoenix, um, we, we rendezvoused rendezvous with Nathan. We met up with our, my husband and went from Phoenix and drove down to Mexico. Um, and I'm trying to think if I've had time to record an episode uh, in, since then. So if this is a repeat, just uh, ignore me. But basically, we went to Mexico to make sure that all of our, um, to try to figure out how, where our rental um, money is. Uh, we knew it was in a bank in Mexico, in a Mexican bank account. Well, we thought that, but we weren't 100% confident because we didn't know how to access any of the uh, money. So because of that, it really, um, I, I felt like, okay, I don't even know how to get into the account, and because my husband doesn't speak Spanish, um, he it's really his account, but um, I was trying to help, and I was confused and didn't know how. So we went down to, to Mexico, which is where our condo is, and we, we rented out, and we wanted to make sure all the money was in the account, which it was. We sat down at the bank, figured out that all the rental money that we had paid minus all the expenses that the you know the maintenance and things uh, that cost us money to maintain the condo um, those were deducted and so the money was left and it was very a very nice surprise for me or pleasant relief really to see that the money was in the account as it was supposed to be and um, it felt like my efforts were were uh, good for something so that was the Mexico trip and then once we were there the kids and I were kind of like well we're so close to New Mexico um, and also Tucson where my brother-in-law lives and some of our dear friends live um, and so we drove from Mexico to um, Tucson 
and we got in there uh, about this time, Tucson time, uh, like 11 o'clock at night, and spent just one night there with my brother-in-law and saw um, uh, our former nanny, Miss Lidio, and her delightful daughter, Eliana, and um, she's pregnant too, so that was exciting. Okay, so that was the kind of the Mexico-Tucson whirlwind, and then we drove to uh, New Mexico. New Mexico was super fun. Uh, it was so strange for us to be back. Uh, it, it was great to see friends, and it was great to remember that, you know, with, with friends that you really enjoy, it's like no time has passed. Um, you just enjoy them. And so we did that, and we, uh, we really crammed in a lot of friend time in a very little bit of time which was pretty cool. Um, friends from early play groups all the way through my uh, closer friends, uh, closest friends now um, as a grown-up, <laughs> not just with the kids, not just only about the kids, but also friends of mine. And then each of the kids wanted to spend time with their best friends. And we pulled it off. Um, Ahava got to see Clara, Ziva got to see Presley, and Samuel got to see Gavin and Dylan. Um, so, and that was a major coup to pull off a play, play date or friend time with all of their friends. Um, and that's really kind of, and it was also the biggest challenge or, I don't know, the thing that is most thought provoking for us, uh, is the fact that we went to our house and we had some really mixed feelings about it, being there and it's being rented by a friend of ours and he's taking good care of the house. But just being in the house with, without anyone, um, without our, it's not really our house, you know, it's, it's our house, but he's renting it. So it feels, does not feel like our home. I guess it's our house, but it doesn't feel like our home. Uh, and so because of that, uh, we really, um, it just felt awkward. I don't know. It also brought up a lot of feelings for me um, you know, there's a lot of, pre I, I have a lot of pressure from different, at different times from different members of the family saying they want to give up on the boat thing and they want to move back to New Mexico. And I've always just written it off and said, nope, not, not interested. We're not, not that I'm blowing off their feelings, but I do feel that the benefit of what we're doing far outweighs what we give up, what we've given up to do so. Uh, but you know, I have, it's, it's not without pressure and stress and worry. And I hope, you know, I have my second, I'd second guess myself and I worry that we're not doing the right thing. Every, like every parent, right? Everything we do, we worry that it's not the right thing. But um, going back to New Mexico made it harder. I, I feel like we were in a groove. Um, we sailed to the Bahamas, spent four months there. We kind of started, um, formulating our next plan, what, what are we going to do next, uh, where will we sail to now, and after we did that, um, going back to New Mexico, everybody, uh, there was kind of a, a shift, like, wow, we really, you know, some of us, some of the kids, like Ziva and Samuel, really missed their friends, and that, that was the, the whole trip was, well, I don't want to leave, and I want to be here. Ziva, who before this trip seemed pretty satisfied with the boat life. I mean, maybe not. I mean, she's 
she's got a fiery temper and and uh, she she struggles with you know getting upset really really angry um, sometimes and I feel felt like we had made major progress together um, and then we went to New Mexico and I feel like she now blames me for missing out on time with her friends and she uh, she said she wanted to spend fifth grade in New Mexico well she's at the end of fourth grade from homeschooling um, so that would mean she'd have to start like this upcoming school year back in New Mexico which I don't really think that's we, Nathan and I really don't want to do that. I mean, Nathan may, who knows? He's hard to pin down. I mean, he's been, um, you know, he's been traveling this whole time. So a lot of these swirling thoughts uh, have been really just in my mind or sharing the conversations with friends, but not really having a chance to talk to my partner about it because he works so much and travels for work. So. I've been just trying to kind of process it all for, in my mind. Um, I know when we're sailing and we connect with other boats with kids, it's really great for all of us. We meet new friends and we see new places. And also I think, you know, the, the chance to learn how to handle those heavy emotions of having to say goodbye or, um, you know, just learning how to get along with lots of different kinds of people. Um, there's so many good things about that. But um, when we were in New Mexico and Ziva and Samuel, Samuel said he wasn't going to leave. He kept his, the whole lead up to our, our flying out, he kept saying, we're going to miss our flight, we're going to miss our flight. And I'm like, no, we're not, we're fine. And he said, no, we are going to miss our flight because I want us to miss our flight. I was like, awesome. Um, so, you know, that I feel bad in that way, but I also feel like we've only just begun um, on the, the boating, the sailing adventure. And normally I can kind of count on, um, on Ahava to be on my side, if you will, you know, like she'll, she'll do what, what um, I mean, she likes the boat and she is excited about being on the boat. But she too is feeling conflicted after being in New Mexico. She came back and she, we were, we were at, sitting at the dinner table tonight and she just started crying. And she was very, you know, like, she was, she had, she wore her emotions on her sleeve today, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And that um, is not very usual for her. I mean, she go, she's kind of pouty sometimes, but she doesn't um, necessarily get get sad like that and so she was so sad and I said what's going on and she said well I there's only two things I don't like about the boat and number one it's how it's affected her gymnastics and number two is not being able to see her friend Clara um, so and I said I, I totally understand and it's been you know because she is a competitive gymnast she's feeling very behind and like she can't catch up and she doesn't know what she's gonna do about that. She also has a lot of uncertainty because this is the year she's supposed to be preparing for her bat mitzvah. And um, we've yet to pin down a program or someone that will work with her to, um, to allow her to do that and to, to prepare for that. 
So we have to kind of get on that a little bit more and push uh, to actually come up with a solution sooner rather than later because she wants to have her bat mitzvah in January. She had been studying in New Mexico before we left, but she's got to kind of catch up on a bunch of stuff. So there's that. And um, yeah, she's a preteen, so she's already got a lot going on emotionally anyway. So all of these things are swirling around. I'm trying to figure out what the best move is for us. The plan, and so, so when we went to New Mexico, and I'm in my house, and it, you know, I'm, I'm thinking there's most, the nice thing about the boat, mostly um, I look at the house now and I think, I don't need any of this stuff. Because once you go through the KonMari process and downsize to live on a boat, you realize so much of what you thought was important isn't, and you don't need all that stuff. Um, and so I looked in our garage, which, which has shelves and shelves of things that um, belong to us that I was gonna either sort later or um, maybe holiday decorations, you know, things like that. And as I looked over it, just at a, a passing glance, really, I, I felt like I don't need any of this. So that was kind of strange. Um, but I'm also, I, I, I don't know what I want, and that's where I'm struggling. I really struggle with this, and I think that I'm more of a person who likes to talk things out with others, and there's not a lot of others in my life that are grown-ups that I can talk to. Um, this morning I had a great conversation with a neighboring boat, which um, Paul and Laura uh, are on the, the catamaran behind us, and they are about to sail tomorrow uh, heading to the Bahamas. And so our plan, as everyone was asking when I went to New Mexico, so what, what are you gonna do next? And I love following your adventures on Facebook. And they, they would ask, you know, what, what's the next plan? And I, our answer was, we're gonna head up the east coast of the United States. We're gonna go basically to the source, to the, the hub of Nathan's work where he's um, flying to all the time. Not this time because he's in New Mexico doing his clinicals, but like three weeks out of the month he flies up to the Northeast um, to do some other work for the company that he works for. So uh, I said, why don't we go to that area and the kids and I, you know, we can study American history right there at the source of it, right? And um, we can um, let Nathan be closer to his work, so travel would be a little bit easier on him uh, and on, on us, of course. Um, so that was the plan, that's what we told everyone. But then Nathan and I talk on the phone, and granted it's at the end of an exhausting um, day of clinicals or week of clinicals for him and traveling solo with kids for me and also the emotional roller coaster of being back and seeing my closest friends and missing them and all that. Um, and we say, well, why are, why are we going north? Why don't we just go south and follow, you know, go with our friends, Paul and Laura, or go with, um, we have, there's these other boats that we've seen uh, congregating in the Eleutheras uh, in Rock Sound or, um, some of the other places that we could get to pretty easily and then continue following them or buddy boat doing a buddy boat system um, with them beyond you know continue on to Puerto Rico and 
well, the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, and beyond. So that's very tempting. Now, hurricane season is fast approaching, so we have to have some plan at some point. Uh, the question is, where do we really want to go? And, and uh, you know, it, we, we want to do this, and I don't want to necessarily, um, if we head up the East Coast, I, I worry that's just going to um, make it, like, if we don't enjoy it enough, if it's kind of mediocre or too many people or all the things, like right now I, I just had, we had some drama uh, recently about our dog at the marina. And, you know, being at a marina and with the people and all of the things that come with being in a city, um, that's exhausting. And so I'm, I'm a little nervous heading up the East Coast to a place, you know, many places where there's going to be lots of people and, um, you know, concerns about safety and burglaries and, you know, whatever. I, I just, I don't even know. I, we honestly don't even have a, a beginning plan. Now that Nathan's coming back and we'll be back together, hopefully we can talk about um, some of these things and come up with a, a decent plan. But, you know, part of me wants to just keep going along the chain of island and, and do this while we still can because uh, as, as uncomfortable as it was for Ahava, um, in fact, she was so funny because all her friends were, they, since she left, they started middle school. She would have been starting middle school if we had stayed. And all her friends were at the middle school and we, were, we went to go pick up her best friend and, her, and she was just really strange about it. She was acting like she, she was nervous and she would not go in the building. She had never been to the middle school other than to, for, to watch a sporting event, but she, we didn't tour the, the school like all the other kids did. And so it's like this bizarre, strange, foreign place that she's nervous about. And I was laughing. I'm like, so you'll go to all these other islands where you know not a soul and make friends instantly, but you won't walk into your middle school building with all your friends that you know. And she said, yes, that's right. So. Anyway, that's, um, you know, it's been just interesting developments from this trip. It is nice to be back, although being back on the boat, of course, always means you see all the, the things that you need to work on, all the, the um, projects. We have a major undertaking right now, which is um, there, before we left, there were cockroaches on the boat. <laughs> so um, I think I'll save that one for another episode. But um, yeah, bugs and boats are not a good combination. So the, the biggest thing that I feel, um, and part of it is just not having time to really think about it and, and process everything, is I feel like if I don't push us to maybe make the big leap now, it might all come to an end before I really feel like I've begun. And the reason I feel that is the first time we lived on a boat, um, which was in 2009 to 2010, we came back to Florida to reprovision. And granted, we found out we were pregnant at that time. And so we never, we ended up moving back to New Mexico and that was, that was it. And it was a lot like this because we had moved aboard um, that boat in September. That boat was called Hakuna Matata and was a manta, um, which I loved, but was we were a smaller family and uh, 
this is, we're a bigger family now, and this is a bigger boat, and um, anyway, so on Hakuna Matata, we, we sailed up to the Abacos mostly. We did make it to Eleuthera, but only for a night, and then turned around and went right back, but um, we were there for five months at least, so we had started in Florida, very similar, except we spent more time going south, like Miami and the Florida Keys. Um, and we had another nanny on board, Miss Melissa, who we adore. And I keep, every time we have a, something coming up, I send her a note like, hey, I don't suppose you'd want to come and nanny for a little while. And she's always very busy. She's a marine biologist now, so um, way too busy for taking time off to do that. But uh, we do miss her. Uh, so, yeah, so the first time we moved on to the boat um, and we came back to Florida, it meant the end of our journey. And it feels like if I, you know, it feels like it could be that again. There's so many temptations coming back to the U.S. I mean, there's everything's convenient and everything's, I mean, living on a boat isn't convenient, so it's all relatively convenient. But, you know, we, we enjoy seeing friends and family and that that helps and that hurts <laughs> because if we're gonna really go I, and I don't know are we talking circumnavigation are we talking just um, you know going down the chain of the Caribbean islands and um, maybe across from there or are we you know what are we talking about we, we just don't know um, I keep saying I, I really would like to at least make it to Puerto Rico and I really could see us being there for six months or so, uh, so that my kids could have a connection to my my family's homeland. My dad is from there, and uh, still have dear, dear friend, friends, and not friends, well, some friends, but family mostly uh, on the island. Um, so we're actually talking about trying to do a Havasbat Mitzvah in Puerto Rico, which would be a very unique experience. Um, but I'm not going to get into that unless it actually comes to pass, because there's way too much up in the air still about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there it's a place that other boats with kids, uh, at least from the online group that I belong to, it seems like there are uh, several other kid boats that will be wintering in Puerto Rico. Um, it has... Uh, the nice thing is it's part of the U.S., so it has a lot of what um, my my husband would need. It had good Wi-Fi. It would have um, uh, flights, easy flights in and out of San Juan. Uh, so, yeah, and, you know, just the chance that my kids could learn Spanish and um, get to know my family more. I, I just think there's a lot to be said for, for trying to do that. Um, and then beyond that, there's many places we would like to explore. I mean, Nathan has done some business in St. Lucia and loved it. He just loved St. Lucia. And so that's one possibility. You know, just so many possibilities. And uh, the question is, do we go up the East Coast and take the chance that, you know, that may end our journey? Because what happens if he goes back to his, to the hub of his work and everybody loves him so much he can't leave. Or we start, you know, being in places where Ahava can start training again uh, gymnastically, 
and then she gets really good and ends up, you know, not wanting to leave. I mean, it's tough because I don't want to take away her dream and I don't want to take away Nathan's dream. You know, he loves, he loves his work, but, um, I've kind of put my dream on hold for a very long time. I mean, I was, uh, you know, I was a television news anchor was my last job and that was, I mean, my last outside the home, not independent job. Obviously, New Mexicast is a job if I look at it that way, but my last paid job, let's say, um, was in 2005, the beginning of 2005, or really the end of 2004 is when I left, when I was uh, in the end of my, my pregnancy with Ahava, and she is now 12, so, um, you know, I've, I've put things on hold for a very long time, and I do, you know, I sound like I'm just trying to justify my own <laughs> selfishness, but I do feel like this is something that we really all do well with and are enjoying, except when we are thinking about, except when we have FOMO. You know what FOMO is? The fear of missing out. I feel like we are loving what we're doing, except when we are, are kind of one foot in two places. When we're worried about uh, missing out, Nathan might be, feel like he's missing out on, you know, um, climbing that corporate ladder where he's, you know, he's kind of becoming the big wig, or Ziva fears of missing out with that friendship. Obviously, she misses her friends, and same thing with Ahava. Um, and Samuel's just Samuel. He just wants to be in New Mexico. And when we were in New Mexico, he didn't seem to think he liked New Mexico. <laughs> so who knows? I mean, you know, I try to not take too much to heart because I know when I was a kid and we moved and I was heartbroken that we were leaving Illinois because my dad worked for Eastern Airlines and he was transferred to Miami. I was about a Hava's age, a little bit between my two girls' ages, so I was 11. And I was, we went and I was kicking and screaming. I was very stressed about moving. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. Having that change of perspective and change of location and a new start, I, I feel like that's where I blossomed. And for, I feel like the kids, for all that we're giving up, we are gaining so much more. Now, one of the areas that I'm really struggling with, or I have been struggling with, is the um, schooling, uh, homeschooling. I really feel like I, I just don't have a handle on that, and I don't like that feeling. Um, and my husband doesn't really care as much about it as I do because he feels like the kids are learning along the way and they're gonna pick up what they need to pick up. And, and it's true to a certain degree, but I feel like I just am happier when we have something of a structure of some kind because his work changes so much. I mean, he comes and goes and you know, and you never know when he's gonna be able to be with us. Um, and so that's so, so malleable and changing. And then day to day, our school, the schooling is changing and the location is changing and, and I like change. But I'm thinking I'm gonna start trying to create more of a schedule when it comes to the learning, the schooling, and maybe um, instead of just having kind of a wide variety of learning materials to have more of a structured um, curriculum. So those are the things swirling around in my head right now. 
Um, I really want to put together some episodes where I share some more details about the places that we've gone and what we what we're doing along the way. Um, but it seems like when I finally get the chance to talk with you guys, uh, the thing that I need to do, I want to do, is um, just kind of talk and share my thoughts. I do like the thought of getting more interviews, so I think when I am in the car with Allie on the drive back, I'll, I'll, do an inter- I'll do a debriefing interview and ask her about her experience on the Don Treader. So we'll see how that goes. All right, it's, uh, that's it. What am I going to say? I'll just wrap it up and thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please share it with a friend. Uh, You can even show them on their phone how to use a podcast player like iTunes or um, what is that? There's podcasts is iTunes version and um, and there's uh, Stitcher, which is how I listen to my podcasts. So, yeah, please share it with a friend. Leave a review if you like it or send me a note. RLR at NewMexicast.com. Well, a little afterthought to add to this episode. <laughs> I got to the Fort Lauderdale airport and I'm like, why isn't Allie texting me? I had told her uh, when I was in uh, wherever I was, New Mexico, that why don't you leave the, uh, the my car at the airport uh, in Fort Lauderdale because then I'll fly in and I'll drive the car home uh, that way because she was flying out and then she would have a ride to the airport and I said and then I'll pick you up when you return and she said that would be great <laughs> so apparently um, she arranged another ride because I called her and I said hey and she, I said, did you already land? And she said, hey. And she sounded horrible and tired and sleeping. I said, are you sleeping? How are you sleeping? And she said, um, I just got home. I'm just sick. I'm home. I'm like, oh my gosh. What do you mean you're home? I'm picking you up. I'm at the airport. <laughs> oh, this is the life of someone who is on the go too much and Uh, I know she's too busy too, so apparently we had a major miscommunication, and now I'm driving home from Fort Lauderdale by myself without my, uh, without the interview with Allie, so sorry I got your hopes up, maybe I'll have to pin her down to sit down with me another time. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you guys find ways to laugh at whatever drama you have in your life, and, uh, Fair winds and following seas, as they say. Take care. Bye.